everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we're joined by the Director of Building and Zoning, Jim Ennis. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to be talking about the Building and Zoning Department and the permitting process for residents, especially when we come up on some summer home improvement projects. I wanted to start off by asking you a little bit about what is your role and what do you do? Sure. So uh, I am the Director of the Building and Zoning Department in Hilton Township. And really what that means is I manage the uh, department when it comes to ensuring the public's health, safety, and welfare when it comes to the township's built environment. Now, that's very broad and abstract, uh, and there's many kind of sub-branches from that overall purpose and goal. And it really comes down to making sure that land development and just construction in general uh, is handled in compliance with whatever requirements are applicable to it. When we do touch on permitting, that's one of the very main responsibilities of the department, and that's the whole point of the permit process, is to make sure that something in the township is constructed in compliance with requirements, and those requirements are in place to make sure that things are constructed safely. So you mentioned there's different sub-branches to the building and zoning department. What are some of those, and what do they do? Sure. So, you know, there's the planning aspect, which really gets covered under what we call land development projects, and also what kind of gets covered within the realm of the responsibilities of the Township's Planning Commission, as well as the Township's Board of Supervisors, as far as approving what I call major construction projects. Um, anything that's more commercial related or multi units, many different houses related kind of projects. That's more of a plan, which also kind of ties into the engineering. Now, we have uh, a consultant that does our engineering, but most of the administration to ensure that an engineering is in compliance is through the building design department. Then you actually get to the building codes themselves, and everything that's involved as far as how something's constructed, and also where something's located. So where something's located kind of is a mix of zoning and building. And then, furthermore, you get into what we call code enforcement. So they're kind of the main branches that also have even further branches below each of those kind of categories as far as responsibilities and how everything gets taken care of, again, to ensure the public's outside development. When it's called the Building and Zoning Department, it is really interesting and surprising maybe to some of the residents of what those two terms cover. It is a surprise. I know it's a surprise to me falling even into this profession, you know, several years back. Um, it is a great deal, and, but when you also look at how large this community is, as far as uh, the number of different neighborhoods and the, the amount of homes that are in each of those neighborhoods, as well as the amount of what I call commercial development, especially when we're you know, talking about sort of the mall area, you start maybe to realize just how much is needed to ensure that all these things are built in a way that isn't a detriment to uh, the community, that it's actually done in a safe manner, and also that its impacts actually benefit the community. So when you start really looking at all those little kind of things, you start realizing just how many little pieces are involved, and then how much is involved out of the department to make sure that those things are uh, done in a way that, again, are what I call compliance with all the different requirements when it comes to our codes and ordinances. 
So we mentioned before that we would be talking about the permitting process and what that means for residents who are doing work on their house. First thing I want to ask when it comes to um, permits for residents was what do residents need a permit for typically? Right, and that's an excellent question. And it's a bit of a frustrating question to try to answer. It's almost more of what doesn't need a permit in relation to what does need a permit when it comes to someone wanting to improve, whether it be their property or, or their home. And uh, the general rule of thumb is it's highly likely it does need a permit. Um, there's things that we call cosmetic, which don't need a permit. Uh, best examples I can think of uh, for the benefit of, of anyone listening uh, are like new paint on the walls or new carpeting, probably even new tile work, maybe. Depends on if you're actually structurally altering your home. Uh, so with that, as I always try to stress to anyone is, if you're thinking about doing an improvement to your property or your house, please reach out to the township in some way. And we'll definitely, uh, one, once we know what you're intending to do, answer the question on, do you need a permit? And then two, let you know if you do need a permit, what level of permitting you need and what you need to submit in effort to begin that process. So to reiterate what you're saying, it sounds like residents should make sure to contact the building and zoning department before doing any work, just to make sure that they have the correct permitting for the project that they want to do on their home. Yeah, exactly. And and the reason for that is, is again, we're trying to make sure that everything's done safely. That's the whole purpose. But we also want to make sure that if you proceed with work without gaining a necessary permit, well, quite frankly, you can find yourself in what we call kind of a violation issue. And violation issues can potentially run into fines and penalties, or even so, it can run into maybe you having to retroactively kind of move back and have to continue to move forward in order to correct any kind of issues that you might have, that might have resulted from, from building something that was not fully in compliance with. What is the process for residents to obtain a permit when they find out if they need one or not? Right. So that's that's another excellent question because as we talk about, there's there's a lot of different, it really depends on the scale and scope of the project as far as what level of permitting is required, meaning what level of approvals are required. Um, but the process really comes down to you submit the, the necessary applications for the scale and scope of that project. And that will commence their what we call the review process. Now, a review process might only involve maybe one person, which would, in my case, be with the zoning officer for the department, or it might be myself, in addition to the uh, assistant director of the department, who is also the building coordinator. And it could get even furthermore involved where the engineer has to look at it. Um, that's all to say that there is a review process involved with every permit. And the review process is really kind of us cross-referencing whatever are the requirements applicable to that project and making sure that there's compliance. And what I mean by that is that the project's meeting those codes. If the project's not meeting whatever code, we hopefully we can do this, in many cases we can, try to make sure that the applicant uh, maybe changes some things in effort to meet compliance, or there's some other 
directions that they can go. Um, say we can actually issue the permit. Well, the permit then involves an inspection process. Again, it really depends on the scale and scope of the project, but there might be a series of inspections that need to be performed at certain types of sequences or phases throughout the project. Hopefully all those inspections get a passing grade, so to speak, and you, you keep going further along in the project to a point of where we call a certificate of occupancy, meaning it's fine for, for even better terms. And once it's final, it's quote unquote closed out. It means the project's completed, you have successfully constructed what you wanted on your property or, or did whatever uh, what we call alterations inside your house that you wanted to do that required permits. And uh, it's now kind of a uh, further piece of insurance, not only for you, but also any future property owner, that this thing was done just about as, as, as co-compliant, which means it's about as safely and, and well-constructed as it could be, depending on, on uh, what's required of those codes. So residents can expect pretty much like a three-step process when they're applying for a permit. First, they'll submit their application online or in person. Then the department will review that application and possibly have some follow-up questions or other steps that need to be taken. And then once the application is approved, there'll be an inspection where they'll receive the certificate of occupancy to begin that work on their home. Right, yeah. And I think that's that's about the, the best way to kind of describe it. It's, it's sort of in this three-phase uh, process. Now, again, the process can be a very short-lived one uh, because uh, the scale and scope is not that complicated, or it can be a very lengthy one. Because, because there's a lot involved as far as, as what someone's trying to achieve with whatever they propose as far as an improvement of property. As we're approaching the summer, I wanted to ask for those who may be listening that want to do some work on their property, what are some of the most common permit applications that you'll get around this time of year? Right. So, I mean, you touched on one thing that's great is that is, is, that's very accurate. It's, it's, it's projects are very seasonal. Um, we noticed that Definitely as the warmer weather ramps up, you're going to find a higher volume of permit applications submitted. So it's a much busier time uh, anywhere from, say, March to October in, in the building zoning department. Um, and then, yes, what you see, especially on the residential level, uh, are a lot of uh, the types of standard projects that we see a lot in many cases are fences, uh, sheds, decks, additions, um, also in-ground pools. They're, they're very popular lately. There was a, there was a period there where that, that, that definitely leveled off. It seemed like nobody wanted a pool. In fact, they were seeing a lot of projects where people were filling in their pool. Mm-hmm. But I would say definitely uh, since COVID in this era where people were uh, definitely kind of staying in place and, and, and wanting to, to use their property as, uh, as advantage as advantageous as possible. Mess that word up. But anyway, uh, yeah, you're seeing people do a lot of patio work and, and, and pools and, and that's that level of stuff. As well as the additions, I think are a lot of times connected to people working out their homes. Uh, now looking for extra space for a home all. I'm sure this is one of your most frequently asked questions, but how long does it typically take to obtain a permit? Right. And uh, so that's that's a that's a, a difficult uh, question and answer not unlike what requires a permit. Um, and it really depends. Um, 
And it depends, again, on the scale and scope and everything that's involved. Now, what the township has, as pretty much any township uh, similar to, to Middleton Township in Pennsylvania, we have what we call this legally uh, approved document, which is the fee schedule. Um, so that is something that's available to anybody. And the fee schedule really illustrates, in my, in my opinion, or, or describes a better word, um, just all the different things that can be applied as far as cost to a project. So, you know, it can run anywhere from something as simple as like $75 for a really small level project to, quite frankly, hundreds of dollars, maybe even thousands on a project that has a lot involved. Uh, and those costs are strictly what covers all what I call the administrative and review and inspection processes that can be involved. Thanks so much, Jim, for coming on to talk about the permitting process and a little bit about the building and zoning department. Uh, you're welcome, and, and thank you for having me. Um, I hope that this is a benefit to, to the residents out there in the township when it comes to knowing exactly just the role of the department and also the importance of the permit process. And, uh, you know, I, always, I just can't stress enough that we are here to help and we are absolutely always trying to uh, make sure that uh, we're giving quality service to the residents. That's great. And I will make sure to link the building and zoning department page from our website in the description below, as well as leave their phone number in case you have any further questions or need to contact them about your summer permits. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.